How's everybody doing this morning? Uh, we thought it would be fun to share with you exactly what we say to the students at the bridge program. Um, if you've had the privilege of being in council or the annual meeting, you would have heard Becky testify to the good work that's being done there. And we want you to be informed about what we're telling the students. Um, we started this year teaching about the parables of Jesus. And we're going to do this just like at the bridge. So I'm going to be asking questions. I expect hands to be raised and people to give answers. And just so you know, like I tell the kids all the time, there's no such thing as a bad answer. There's wrong answers. There's definitely wrong answers. But a wrong answer helps us to discover the truth by learning the right answer. So, uh, have any of you ever heard what a parable is? What is a parable? Right there, Luke. A story Jesus told to teach us a lesson. Would you guys agree? You can nod for yes, shake for no. Okay. Um, now, our parable this morning has two parables that precede it. One is about a lost sheep. Another is about a lost coin. And the reason Jesus tells these parables is because the priests are upset with him that he is spending time with tax collectors and sinners. Um, so that's the background. So there was a man with two sons. How many sons did he have? Okay, good. You're listening. He had two sons. One was older and one was younger. That's a big surprise, I'm sure. Um, and the younger son said to his father, I want my half of the estate. Now, some of us not, might not know what that means. Um, we may call, instead of the estate, the inheritance. Can anybody tell me what an inheritance is? We'll go with... Uh, way over there that's okay anybody else yeah so it's something a person leaves to you when they pass away um, so this son was in a way saying, I would rather have your things than a relationship with you. Would you be hurt if somebody told you that? I'd be deeply hurt. But the father still gave the son his portion of the estate. And shortly afterwards, he leaves. He goes to a foreign land. And do you think he spends this money wisely? Certainly not. He spends it on all sorts of vices, things like alcohol and entertainment, things that don't have true value. And then once he's squandered his entire inheritance, a famine hits the land. And it's so bad, he has to get a job feeding pigs in the fields, and he's looking at the pig's food and thinking, I want to eat that. Have any of you ever seen pig food? Does it look tasty? No, it's terrible to look at. I'm sure the pigs enjoy it. I've seen them enjoy it. Um, and he has this thought one day when he's out in the fields, my father's servants have more, to, more than they can eat. So I should go back to my father's estate and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. Um, 
I no longer deserve to be your son, uh, but please make me a servant in your household. And then he goes to do just this. And he arrives at his father's estate. And imagine a farm, okay? Put your imagination hats on. When you go to a farm, there's a big long road leading up to it. The father sees his son approaching and he runs to his son with a heart full of compassion and he embraces his son and gives him a kiss. And his son had said to him exactly what he planned. Father, I have sinned against heaven and I've sinned against you. Um, I no longer deserve to be called your son. But his father calls a servant and says, get my son the best robe, get a ring to put on his finger, kill the fattened calf, which is a really good animal to have a feast with. I know usually we're not talking about fattened calves in our daily life. Um, kill the fattened calf, we're going to have a feast. For my son was dead, but now he's alive. He was lost, but now he is found. And so they have the feast. And the older brother, we haven't spoken about him much so far, um, he's off in the fields doing his job, working the day away. He returns and there he can hear the commotion and he's curious about what it is. A servant explains to him, oh, your, your brother returned and your father had the fattened calf um, slaughtered and we're having a feast to celebrate. And do you think the brother is overjoyed? Raise your hand if you think the brother's going to just be overjoyed. Okay, you all have a tremendous amount of foresight, or maybe you've heard this parable before. Um, the brother is upset. Um, he will not go into the celebration, and eventually the father comes to him and wants to know why he's upset, why he won't come and celebrate his brother's return, and he says, Father, I have slaved every day for you. I have never disobeyed you, but you've never even given me a young goat. Never given me a young goat to celebrate with my friends. Um, and the father says to him, your brother has returned. He was dead and now he is alive. He was lost, but now he is found. This is how the kingdom of God is. Um, and we explain to the kids in very simple language what the Bible's trying to say to them because the Bible's not that complicated. God wrote it to communicate things to us. And what he's communicating to us here is that the kingdom of God celebrates and is full of joy when somebody is lost, turns to God, through Christ Jesus. Can anybody tell me who Jesus was? Sometimes I have a tough time, I forget. Uh, I need a refresher. God's son, and why did he come here? Was it just to spend some time? He came to be the sacrifice to take away our sins for the people who place their trust in him. Now, if you have any questions about Jesus, you're welcome to come and talk to myself or probably anybody that you look at and you're like, yeah, that seems like a Christian that's a little more mature than me. Um, and we'd be happy to tell you. Um, and if you need a Bible or anything like that, because you want to read God's word for yourself, um, I'll sneak one out of the pew and give it to you. 
Um, no, we've got ones for people. Um, and with that, we're just going to pray. Um, God. God, thank you so much that um, you don't just save people out of obligation, but you are full of joy when somebody who is lost is found and when the dead come back to life. For that only happens through your son Jesus and his sacrifice. So I just ask that um, you would keep that in our minds and in our hearts, that we could turn to you and we would be full of joy when people come to know you um, and celebrate with the kingdom of God and with you. In your great name we pray, amen. And that's what we do.